Welcome to Midweek Motivation on Wove Inspiration, the extra push you need to keep moving forward. Well, good afternoon. Good afternoon. This is Althea with Wove Inspiration's Midweek Motivation, and I am so excited to be able to interview my special guest. Her name is Regina, and help me pronounce your last name. Is it Gobinez? You got it. Yep. Hey, um, so <laughs> thank you so much. I appreciate that. Regina Gobinez, um, she has worked with over 100 companies, each generating anywhere from two to 20 million in gross annual revenue. Her objective was to teach the CEO and management how to properly navigate every aspect of all areas within the company. Now, she's done a whole lot in the industry, but she also decided she wanted to change things around. And her true passion lies in helping companies grow correctly to ensure long-term success and profitability and to inspire and guide them to achieve their absolute highest potential. Regina, thank you so much for being on the show today. My pleasure, and thank you for having me. I am sincerely looking forward to this. Yes, thank you. So tell the audience a little bit about yourself, Regina. Absolutely. So I've always, from uh, as far back as I could remember, I knew that um, I'm here for a reason. I'm here for a purpose. That was very clear to me. I just couldn't really figure out what that was. Uh, so that made me really uh, restless uh, for uh, quite a bit of uh, quite a bit of my my time, you know, of my life, because I wanted to make sure that I find and plug in into my what I call the original blueprint, exactly what I'm here for. And uh, the the um, the way I explained this, I was kind of walking around. Just imagine this: you're walking around with a key in your hand, trying it into every keyhole, trying to see which door actually opens. That's how I felt uh, most of my life. And, you know, God's a funny guy. He led me to um, helping people through corporate um, restructuring. Mm -hmm. And um, I knew that I was here for a purpose. And I knew that the purpose was to be of service. But there are so many ways you can really be of service to people and help them. I never in my wildest dreams thought I was going to find my place and my original blueprint and my true meaning for myself uh, in helping people in growing, reorganizing and growing their companies. Because wow. I, I don't have formal education to back that up, just natural gifts and abilities that's part of my wiring that I'm very blessed with. Mm -hmm. And um, the moment I kind of stepped into that position uh, almost 20 years ago, things just kind of aligned. And, uh, you know, to see the effect of being able to help people whose companies are falling apart, because what people don't realize, by the time a CEO gets to a position where they kind of raise their hand and say, I need help, mm -hmm. you know, they've exhausted all of their avenues of, uh, of possibilities, they've depleted all their savings, they've a lot of the times mortgaged their house, the kids to, you know, uh, savings, the college savings are depleted. So there's so much happens between somebody raises their hand and says, help me. So for me to know that I can step into that position, um, be that life preserver for them, help them put the pieces back together, keep all of the people employed that depend on the paycheck of the company, kind of restore, bring order to the chaos that's going on. To me, um, there is nothing better I can do with my life, you know, yeah. and to help so many people 
And like I said, all these companies have employees that are getting helped in the process. Um, that that's really my job, and this this is kind of where I'm at right now. Uh, to you know, found my place in being of service to people through this avenue. I'm extremely blessed for it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so you have had a love for the business since the age of eleven. Uh, yeah. what, <laughs> that's pretty amazing. And a lot of times, I know as a child at eleven years old, I wasn't even thinking about business let alone um, even wanting to have my own business. So what actually inspired you to even want to go into the business industry? You know, it's so funny. Um, I'm originally from Ukraine, and we were immig- went through a very long immigration process. And when we were leaving Ukraine back in 89, I believe, uh, yeah, it's been 30 years, uh, we went through an immigration process, and we had to travel through Italy. Okay. And so we kind of left everything behind and we got um, held up in Italy for almost a year. So my parents did not have the finances. And, you know, I came from Ukraine. There really wasn't anything there. You know, everything was very scarce. You couldn't really buy stuff. Nothing was available. That was just the life back then. And when we got to Italy, there was everything, you know, for a child, uh, all the ice cream and candy you can have. I know it sounds silly now, but coming from a place where you cannot get anything to a place where everything is available literally within 24 hours, it's like a massive culture shock you go into as a kid. And my parents did not have the financial resources to support the sweet tooth of a habit I all of a sudden grew into. And um, I meet friends with the local boys. And in Italy, everybody has a bicycle. And they taught me how to find broken bicycles, fix them, put them together. And I would sell them at a local park and make my money and go buy myself some ice cream. So that was my first kind of um, adventure into being a little entrepreneur. It was me running around with 12, you know, 10, 12 year old boys and doing this stuff. But I naturally always had the passion to get out there into life and to work with people. And so, but, but that was, that was the beginning of it. Yeah. Well, that's a good start actually. (laughs) Yeah, it was fun. That is pretty cool. So let's fast forward just a little bit. So at the age of 24, you Mm -hmm. took on a job as a accounts payable clerk in a sign manufacturing company. And that kind of seems like it kind of catapults you into exactly the way that uh, God wanted you to go. So tell me a little bit about that experience. Uh, Absolutely. So I had another job right before then, and I was used to working in banks or high-rise buildings, you know, getting dressed up in the morning. And then they were downsizing, and I was 24, and I needed a new job. Mm -hmm. And I applied at this uh, uh, sign manufacturing company, which was a nationwide sign manufacturing company, which I didn't know was going through uh, reorganization at that point, chapter 11 reorganization. And I applied, they brought me in for an interview and uh, in some warehouse, uh, nothing that I was, uh, not an environment that I was comfortable with because I was, you know, I was, I was used to getting up, putting on a suit in the, in the morning, even that young, because working at a bank in front of the clients and other offices like that. And I walk in, everybody's casually dressed, and I'm thinking to myself, zero clue why I'm even here. I just don't fit in. <laughs> and, you know, I go through the interview and I go home and um, I tell my dead husband, now it's an ex husband, I said, this is completely opposite from where I ever thought I could be, but it feels like I need to be there. I couldn't explain it, but I knew I need to be there. And again, I did not know they were going through reorganization. 
So I took on a position of accounts payable clerk. Uh, they had accounts receivable. They had an accounting manager. And the individual that I got uh, as, as my mentor that uh, was reorganizing the company, the moment I saw him, I said to myself, I don't know why, but this, this man will be my teacher. It's one of those things you just know. Yeah. Like the Holy Spirit moves you. are like, okay, I don't know what's happening, but clearly something's going on. Pieces are falling into place. And very quickly, you know, I started to, um, I got to the accounting manager. I naturally, like I said, I've been extremely blessed. God has given me natural abilities to understand money and people. And business mm-hmm. is really money and people. So um, when I realized that there's this opportunity to help people, because I saw my mentor, and my mentor was actually at the time working, helping companies together with that gentleman who had hired me. He was so smart that the mentor used him as well to help other companies. And for about six months, I used to go to the office of the CEO of the company. I used to tell him, whatever you guys are doing, I want in. I know I can help. I was 24 years old, no education, barely got out of high school. And he thought I was nuts. You know, he's (laughs) like, get back to work, go do my books and just, just stop. And for about six months, this went on for about six months. The poor guy, he tolerated me. Thank God he didn't fire me. It was almost daily. Yeah. And um, one time he called me into his office. He said, look, enough is enough. We're going to give you one client and see how you do. And if you think you can do what you're telling me you can do, um, you know, we'll see how it goes. And the rest is history. That, that client stayed with me for five years. Wow. And one thing kind of led to another, you know, the more I worked, the more I learned. But uh, I put a lot of time, you know, there literally were days where it would be 24-7 because People need help all the time. And when you're running, you know, from 8, 10, 12, 15 companies, and they're nationwide, they're not local. Everybody's in a different time zone. Their needs are different. Uh, but that's how it all began. I, I just knew that this was mine to do. And I relentlessly went after it until I was able to actually touch it and grab it and hold on to it. I didn't stop until I, I got that. Wow, that is amazing. So let, let me recap this because I'm looking at the, the strategic move of God, how he does things. And I've seen that, that the pattern of it where he will put us in a position that is like not of the norm at all. It's like your, your picture of where you're supposed to be versus where God wanted you to be is always the opposite thing. And then you, but in that position that he put you in, you met a mentor that basically sparked something within you that said, oh yeah, this is, yeah, this is definitely where I'm supposed to be. Didn't see it at the moment, but then you, you, you realize that, yeah, this is where you're supposed to be. And then you're in contact with the CEO. I mean, your persistence in, in, in letting them know, look, I can do what you need me to do. Just give me the opportunity. Persistence definitely pays off and it definitely paid off for you. That's for sure. Yes. And you know, I, I could have, I could have easily given up after the first time or the second or the third. And I, I look back at it sometimes and kind of wonder, um, how I have this, um, not just wonder, but I, I thank the Lord. Honestly, I pray every night and every morning for my abilities because it was so easy for me to stop pursuing this because you have to understand 
it when you go after something for six months relentlessly for six months somebody's telling you no so you mm-hmm. have to be able to take a no go back formulate a different uh, approach a different plan of action and and go back again without feeling like they're chopping you off at the knees because it hits your self-esteem you know i'm 24 and I don't have formal education to say, hey, let me reorganize a company or build a company. I, I'm, I'm fairly young. Uh, nothing to back up what I'm saying that I can do it. I'm just saying I can. Nobody knows whether I can or not. And this is a big responsibility if they're telling a client who needs help, hey, this girl can help you. Yeah. Uh, is they're kind of putting the, you know, the, the themselves out there for me. But I am grateful for just believing in myself and in my purpose so much that that was the driving force mm-hmm. that that what kept me going i knew that everything in my every fiber of my being i knew that this is mine to do i didn't understand it i think that's where people get kind of sidetracked they try to understand things too much and that handicaps them from moving forward i did not try to understand anything i knew this is what i'm supposed to do and i kept going hey that's awesome and let me ask you something how what what kept you motivated in even being that persistent for, for such a, a long period of time? Uh, such a great question. And one thing, I, like I said, I knew beyond the shadow of a doubt. Let me take it back first. Let me take a step back. Not that I knew. Something in me knew that this is where I belong, that this is my mission and my purpose in life. And yeah. if, I don't, if I don't kind of step onto that path with complete blind faith, I'm going to miss my whole purpose here on earth. Mm-hmm. I just knew it. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. So now, as everyone knows, during our journey on, in life, there are situations and circumstances that could possibly detour us from fulfilling the purposes that uh, God has for us. So what was that period of time for you? Uh, the detours, you know, there were many detours along the way. Initially, when I started, uh, it was when people didn't take me seriously. Yeah. Uh, when, uh, you know, especially it's almost 20 years since then. I'm 41 now. So it's been 17 years I've been doing it. It was still primarily uh, male CEOs. And so as a 24-year-old girl in front of a, 55, 45, even 65 year old man telling him what to do to fix his company. I wasn't taking seriously. I mean, those are all detours because that can really, you know, you go home feeling completely irrelevant. Nobody cares and uh, nobody's interested and things like that. But I think the biggest detour for me was uh, I went through a a horrific divorce when I was 29. I left my husband Mm -hmm. and that, that too, the breath out of me, to be honest with you. Um, That could have really taken me out and put me on a whole different path. And what kept me going, well, one of the things that kept me going is my kids. You know, they have an interesting way of keeping us responsible and accountable and getting up every morning because they want to eat. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Simple, you know, they're like, mom, where's dinner? So so somebody's going to go to work. But this natural connection to what I was doing and seeing the, the help and the yield of my help with so many people kept me coming back. It yeah. just, it kept pushing me back onto the path. Um, I've had many, many times where I wanted to leave. Uh, as much as I knew it was mine during the difficult times, we all question ourselves. Mm-hmm. We all question ourselves. And 
also, you know, God just always got in, in, in the way of me uh, trying to blow up my own self, so to speak, and kind of every time I would want to leave or I would have these thoughts that I just can't do this because this is hard work to work with so many people that are distressed. It's very difficult. And God would either put somebody on my path or I would see something that tells me you're not going anywhere. This is where I put you. This is where you need to stay. It, it was constant. Like he was just right there. Every time I would get, uh, you know, silly with my thoughts, something, he would just send something my way to tell me, this is why I made you. That This is what you're going to do. This is where I need you. Awesome. And, and what's amazing is that your, your persistence definitely, again, has, def- has paid off um, mm-hmm. in the long run. And that's why it is so important that we don't allow uh, things in life, even when it's a temporary situation, uh, we don't allow things to detour us from our purpose because there, for that, for that moment, there may be things that we have to work with, work on within ourselves. And so during that time, we draw closer to him so that we can definitely continue on going forward from there. So your story is truly, truly amazing (laughs) to say the least. So what suggestions do you have for those who might be struggling to maybe get themselves out in the world, in particular um, women, as we know, um, in the business world, a lot of times we get the short end of the stick, but because mm-hmm. we have the talents and abilities to do the same jobs as, as a ma- our male counterparts, what suggestions would you be able to offer those individuals that are trying to achieve their goals and dreams? Uh, you know, uh, we all, I think, if we all quiet down enough, we all know what our purpose is. We yeah. can always hear that voice. So once you know that purpose, if you don't, I, I, I really encourage every single one of you, of us, of, of you guys to find it because there is nothing greater than living in a purpose, within your purpose. But It's like the fuel that God puts in you. But the biggest thing, and this is going from historical evidence of my life, do not pay attention to the noises. Uh, the world is such a loud place. And because we're all people in the world and we all have our own issues and we're broken in our ways, nobody's perfect. The world can really poison our um, uh, thoughts of ourselves or thoughts of the things we want to do because it's so loud. There's so much information coming at you all the time. Work on the skills and abilities to where you can really detach yourself from that. Detach yourself from the noise. Detach yourself from all of the voices coming at you. Be able to put boundaries, even when it comes to people. Sometimes you got to put boundaries with the closest people of you. But be so definite in your purpose and be so focused on uh, expanding your purpose that you kind of, you protect it. Like I, because I know what my purpose is and I know a lot of people don't understand it, why I can work 24 seven and can pick up a phone at three o'clock, three o'clock in the morning when a customer calls me. So I have to protect myself against that. So protect your purpose, protect your mission. It is your responsibility to take care of it. Right. Uh, I hope that makes sense. I look at it like a, like a tool. Like I see my purpose as a tool. So God gives it to me and says, this is for you. I made it special for you. My job is to, uh, to protect it. My job is to surround it with safety and comfort so nobody can, uh, nobody can damage it for me. 
Yes, that makes absolute sense. Basically, your purpose is your your own, and you have to do whatever it is that you need to do to protect it, so that it's so that when you stand before God and He says, "Well done, my good and faithful servant," mm-hmm. you definitely know you've done a good job. <laughs> yes, because you know it's interesting. Yes, exactly, precisely what you said. Because otherwise. We're just kind of allowing other people to dictate how we're going to live our lives. And a lot of the times people have the best intentions, but people can only tell you information or suggestions based on where where they're on their path. You know, we all speak from our perspective. So if you know what's yours to do and have right mentors by your side, it is Mm -hmm. so important to have people that understand and support your mission and your vision because there are people like that out there have a sounding board it is not possible to stay on the path 24 7 if you're by yourself it is absolutely impossible so have guidance whether it's a mentor or a coach or your best friend whoever is respectful to your mission whoever is gonna support your mission and your vision as much as you do whoever embraces your purpose as much as you do that's the person you want to have by your side because it's very hard by yourself. You need somebody, you need somebody to tell you you're doing a good job. You're on the right path. We just need that as human beings. Yes, definitely. So how can people reach you if they could, you know, maybe get your services or how, how, how are able or how are people able to reach you? Absolutely. Uh, my website, it's my first and last name, reginagulvinas.com. Uh, my personal Facebook page, I have a group on a business page, but a lot of people find me and reach out through Messenger and personal. I guess, you know, I, I put a lot of content there so they connect with me through that. So my website and my, my Facebook profile. Okay. Okay. And so Regina, do you have any last words for our listening audience? Yes. Um, this, this is what I usually like to close with when, uh, you know, when I do an interview because I'm extremely passionate about the following. Mm-hmm. This is the only life you have. Uh, there isn't another one after this here on earth. And I watch many people live this life as if uh, there is another one right behind it if we mess this one up. Mm-hmm. Life is not a dress rehearsal. This is the main performance. And I tell people all the time, when the curtain goes down on your life, do you want to get a standing ovation because you've gotten on the stage of life and you acted your heart out and you did everything you wanted to do, whether you failed or not, it didn't matter, but you did the things that you wanted to do. You tried them. The least you did for yourself is you tried them. So did you get up on a stage of life and you acted your heart out, you gave it your best, or did you never even get on the stage of life to begin with? Hmm. Because like I said, life is not a dress rehearsal. This is the main performance. And I wish for every single person out there to embrace this concept and just live it. Do the things you want to do. Try the things you want to try. Just live your life with passion and love and heart. Just, just do life. Just do life. That, you, you've said it all right there. Just do life. Your persistence, your courage, your I mean, there, there are no limits. And, and uh, Regina is definitely a prime example of that. Persistence and just knowing who you are and whose you are will get you where you need to go. 
Regina, thank you so much for being on the show today. It has been a pleasure and honor to have you. And um, I, I look forward to connecting with you on future endeavors. And let's see where God takes us. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. You are very welcome. This is Althea with Wove Inspiration's Midweek Motivation. We're almost there. God bless. Thank you for tuning in to Midweek Motivation on Wove Inspiration. I hope you enjoyed what you heard. If you would like to be a guest on the show, email your bio and picture to woveinspiration at gmail.com. If you would like to continue the conversation, make a comment, or you have any questions, you can share them on Wove Inspiration's Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. This is your host, Althea Richardson. You're almost there. Keep moving forward.